Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Lights, Camera, Sports podcast presented by Chestnut Hill Technologies. I'm your host, Mike Galtieri. Happy to be on board for another week here as we are lucky enough to be joined by the Senior Associate Athletic Director for Administration at Boston College. That's Vaughn Williams. You might recognize Vaughn. He spent some time in the late 90s, early 2000s at BC and is now back on the heights after being the Athletic Director at Kenesaw State. Uh, down in Georgia, where he actually hired Al Skinner to be their men's basketball coach. So it was a lively conversation, a fun conversation, and we talk about the future of BC and its athletic programs. Make sure to check it out. First, we'll hear from Chestnut Hill Technologies and Stole Love and Pizza, and then go right into the podcast. But I also like to remind everybody, if you're a BC football fan, you have to be a part of the BC Football Gridiron Club. Just go to bcfootballgridiron.com for more details and to sign up. Okay, everybody, let's first hear from the sponsors and then go right into the podcast. As always, thanks so much for listening. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. At Stone Love and Pizza, their mission is simple, to offer the most creative selection of hand-tossed, all-natural pizza in the Neapolitan tradition. Their pizzas are cooked in a stone-fired brick oven directly on the stone to lock in the flavor. Stone Love and Pizza uses all-natural products. In other words, their dough, sauce, and cheese contain no additives, preservatives, or weird chemicals of any kind. Come visit one of Stone Lovin's three locations, including the newest location at 1649 Beacon Street in Newton. Go Eagles! Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Lights, Camera, Sports Podcast. I'm Mike Galtieri, special guest here today as we're joined alongside Vaughn Williams, Senior Athletic Director of Administration here at Boston College. Vaughn, thanks so much for the time here and joining us for a couple minutes. Thanks for having me, Mike. Appreciate it. Now, Vaughn, let's take it way back. You grew up in New Jersey. First of all, you, you know, you played football. But just growing up, what was it like playing sports? What were you, obviously, you played football. But what other sports did you play growing up? Well, yeah, sports has always been a big part of my life. And uh, ended up playing football in high school, ran track, and played basketball. So uh, some of those other sports, I learned how to lose a little bit. Um, <laughs> and, but I learned how to compete. And, uh, but football was the main thing, and I ended up I'm very fortunate to go to UMass on a scholarship and, and play for Jim Reed, head coach there. So you grew up in New Jersey. Just talk about how your recruitment was in high school to go up to UMass. How'd that all play out? I mean, you know, I, I, I was, uh, you know, I had a, some good offers. I was good academically as well. I wanted to be an engineer. I was recruited by a number of schools uh, all over the country, and, uh, and uh, some for offense more than defense. And I really wanted to play defense. And uh, came ball down to UMass, a couple other schools, some some schools, uh, you know, bigger schools as well. But I felt like my family could be a big part. Uh, I had a good engineering school at UMass. I really like Jim Reed, and I think it's about fit. And uh, and I think everybody could still be involved in my athletic career, so that's why I chose it. And you talk, you mentioned Jim Reed. Some Eagle fans recognize his name, of course, defensive coordinator now at BC. Uh, just talk about what was he like back then, and uh, just in general playing at UMass Amherst. Well, Coach Reed was a was an intense coach, uh, great coach, intense coach. Obviously, a defensive mastermind, and I played on the defensive side of the ball. I uh, won two conference championships, and he taught me a lot about accountability, accountability uh, to your team, um, trying to be the best you can be, 
and uh, and understanding the whole entire game. So, um, you know, he was he was great, but he's intense then, and I'm watching him right now, and he's intense now as ever as well. <laughs> so you you were there the late '90s, early I mean late '80s, early '90s. Yes. Um, to talk about then how you transitioned from playing football to the working career and how you got involved along this path. Yeah. Well, you know, I ended up I uh, didn't do engineering. Uh, I ended up doing that for a year and a half, but I uh, ended up. Sp- uh, being a sport management program, UMass has a good sport management program. So did you go back to school? Uh, excuse me? Did you go back to UMass school? Or you No, I was an undergraduate. Undergrad, undergraduate. Yeah. You know, I switched out of majors, went gotcha. to sport management, and uh, ended up uh, graduating. And uh, you know, I didn't take as much advantage, and I think that's why I try to stress to student-athletes, try to take advantage, do internships, do that. I didn't do it. I was a late bloomer in that aspect. And uh, then I ended up getting internship after I graduated at the University of Utah in Salt Lake City. Wow. Uh, Dr. Chris Hill uh, was the AD. He just became an AD there. Now he's still the AD, longest tenured AD at one location in Division One. And look wow. what Utah's done. And he gave me an opportunity. I worked my butt off, and he gave me an opportunity. He saw something, and that turned into my first full-time job. Seven months later, we went to our first bowl in like 38 years at that time. Mike McCoy, Jamal Anderson were some of the people that were on that team. And um, I ended up doing being assistant director of finance. Um, so I went from being an athlete. Uh, to on a senior management team in around nine months. Uh, so uh, I got a, a good chance, and I took advantage of it. And you're in your early 20s, too, young. So that, yeah. that, what is it like li- living in Utah, Salt Lake City? Oh, well, I mean, I think uh, Utah, beautiful, beautiful country, beautiful part of the country. Uh, I mean, talking about real mountains. Wasatch Mountains <laughs> are real, real deal. And, um, you know, uh, maybe not as diverse uh, as me being in New Jersey, but... You know, great people, great community, um, big into community. And I, and I was fortunate to be, a, be around a lot of great things, uh, you know, uh, basketball. I went to the Final Four, skiing, won some national championships, gymnastics. Right. Uh, I mean, Rick Majerus in basketball, yeah. you know, uh, Elaine Elliott, women's basketball, volleyball was on the rise. Football went to his first bowl, then went, went, went on a, went a whole bunch of couple bowls. I mean, the sports, we added women's soccer. I mean, it was a great time. Softball went to the World Series. I mean, it was a great time to be at Utah. And I learned a lot and I grew a lot and still have some of those great relationships to this day. And then talk about where you went from Utah, how you progressed eventually back to BC. Yeah. Uh, And uh, later, I mean, I'm 27. I'm director of finance. I continue to get promoted. I'm doing a lot of things, not just in finance at Utah, but travel coordinator. Uh, for all of our team sports, uh, oversee in-house concessions, oversee licensing and royalties. Uh, Chris Hill really gave me an opportunity just to grow and expand. Um, and then ended up going to University of Toledo and um, and doing being associated with business affairs there and overseeing game operations and that type of thing. And that lasted for a year and four minutes. Gary Pinkle was the head football coach at the time uh, for football. And... Um, and so did that, and then an opportunity came, presented itself. Sport management called and said there might be an opportunity at Boston College. I said this would be a great opportunity maybe um, to, to get back out east. And, um, you know, obviously you want to work with great leaders and uh, having to have a chance to work at that time with uh, Gene DiFilippo, and he was here, and John Kane, Tom Peters, and a host of different people were here at the time. And um, and so they brought me on as a first full-time assistant AD of events and championships and capital projects. And so I uh, really dove into that process, uh, being at BC and learning event management from, if you can do event management here at BC, 
Yeah. I think you can do it anywhere. I mean, it's it's, it's a pretty intense game operations, how we have to use uh, neighboring counties and so on and so forth, entertainment license with Boston and parking and shuttling and the tea. Yep. I'm very, very sophisticated. So I learned a lot about myself and I learned a lot about um, event management facility and the capital projects. Just talk about two of your favorite moments during that time. Take us back to the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, you said you lived on Com Ave, right? Foster yeah. Street, so you're the close guy, always on <laughs> campus. Uh, but uh, what, what was just, take us back to that time period for Eagle fans. Oh, man, there were so many great times. I can think about winning the Nat, Jerry York winning his national championship for the first time and, you know, unveiling the banner, you know, hearing Kelly Rink County form. I can think about being in Madison Square Garden and uh, and winning the Big East Championship at Madison Square Garden, two thousand. I mean, two thousand. I mean, th- these were some great days. I can think about uh, Kathy Inglis. I mean, there's so many different moments. It's hard to say one football. You know, there were some unbelievable moments uh, in regards to Tom O'Brien's era. You know, they just got into the Hall of Fame, Tom O'Brien, yes. uh, this past weekend. Troy Bell. I mean, I was there for those times. It, there were some magical. Moments. I remember the floor being rushed at a basketball game. I remember, you know, the big wins, uh, William Green. I mean, I remember a lot of those things. So I can't really, I don't know if I can pinpoint one. That wouldn't be fair to all those coaches. But there were a bunch of moments that I think were some of my best and and, and some of the things that were just great about great about being at BC, even just from uh, some of the impact of student athletes and the way we do things here at BC and doing it the right way. And that's what made things even more special. And I heard too, you met your wife during this time as well. And talk about the scheduling the wedding around a football game. (laughs) Well, I did meet my wife. She was actually getting her master's here. And I ended up getting my master's at Boston College too, the Father Woods program, advancing studies uh, at the time, uh, the Woods program. And uh, she was getting her master's in counseling and she was working with some of our student athletes and academic advising. So we did meet, became friends. Um, we did date, and we ended up getting married uh, at San Ignatius. We had our wow. wedding. We had our weddings uh, planned for a Thanksgiving weekend, uh, and that would be you know 2003. Um, and they hadn't played a Thanksgiving game in like 10 years at BC, you know. So we had done all come to game management, so I know the TV and all that kind of stuff. But they had to play the game. They had to change it. And so a late change, a late change in the end of the summer. Had we already had the date. Um, so, you know, I kind of, me and the wife huddle up and I say, well, we're going to look for another date. Now we're trying to find wow. a place in St. Ignatius. Um, so we ended up January 3rd, uh, was date, um, uh, hockey, men's hockey was playing UMass that night. And also it was a night of the national championship game with Ohio State and Miami. Adrian James, wow, the those that, days. Yeah. Great, uh, game. great game. Yeah. Great game. And so we got married, um, and then we went to the hotel and we all watched the second, you know, the second the overtime of the game, but uh, yeah, fond memories. I, uh, Tony, Father Tony Penner married us, and my brother co-officiated, he had just been an ordained minister. Wow. Uh, so it was really special. So this place had definitely special, special ties uh, from personally and from a development as a person and obviously as somebody in the profession of college athletics. And then you got the call, you moved on to UConn, just quickly about that time and leading on to your first athletic director. Position yeah. down in Georgia. Yeah, I mean, UConn, uh, you know, uh, Jeff Hathaway became, he was AD at Colorado State and came back to UConn to be the AD, and they had some major projects to do, and, um, you know, and uh, and I felt like he would be a great person to work with again, and uh, you got to work for great people, and he was a great guy to work for and, uh, and work with, and they were having a first football building 
that they were a project, $48 million football facility. Their indoor practice facility. Indoor practice gotcha. facility was combined with, you know, offices, meeting rooms. I mean, you know, it's a mammoth of a building, almost like a professional, like an NFL building. Um, so they were in their second year of Division One. so I went to go down there and do that and be a program administrator for a couple of sports, volleyball and baseball, and, and um, you know, do some strategic planning and grew, and uh, then the opportunity presented itself, you know. And once again, um, I think, you know, being an AD, I, I kind of wanted to, you know, uh, that's something that I had strived for, but I, I don't know if it was striving for much as that or being somebody that can um, impact lives and uh, impact the institution. And so uh, I finally got my opportunity at Kennesaw State University down in Georgia, um, Division I, AAA at the time. Um, they were thinking about adding football. They had done studies. Vince Dooley, the great Vince Dooley, had led uh, chair that, and I, I was able to get the job. Um, then I was able to get down there. We were able to, you know, kind of, you know, help this institution and help this yeah. athletic department grow. We added football, added women's lacrosse, and, a lot of great things were happening. Just talk about that too. That must be fascinating. That you know you're you're moving up, and now you're finally in the seat, the athletic yeah. director position. Yeah. Just talk about how your perspective changed from that, and and uh, what came with that. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you get in the chair, I, I think you know it's uh, it's like anything. The the decision starts ends with you. Um, you know, the coaches, uh, the staff, how you train them, how you develop them, how you keep people going, uh, the lives of the people that. Uh, come on that campus, and uh, you can have a, uh, an impact in that, and uh, and so it it was it was good. It was fun. Uh, it was intense. Um, we know we were adding a football program. We we had not had a fight song. Uh, we had only been Division One for like five years. Uh, so a lot of things that we only been an athletic department for thirty years. So a lot of things that had to grow in that situation. But we were in a great community, and you're in a place that loved athletics, right, Georgia. They love athletics. They love it. And so, um, you know, so we we had to do a lot of things. I learned a lot um, on the run. I had a lot of advisors out there that, that helped. I had Vince Dooley right there at all time, and he's an unbelievable administrator. He was an unbelievable head coach uh, at Georgia. And um, so, you know, you grow. You learn, but you, you put out all these things that you're waiting for, you know. So, you, you know, you got to be careful what you ask for, right? Um, yeah. So you, you make some mistakes. Uh, you learn, you try to learn from those mistakes. Um, you try to grow and you kind of keep it going forward, but you have to be, uh, and I'm a big energy guy, high energy guy, high positive guy. Um, but every now and then, you know, you got family and you're trying to balance it all. Yeah. So it's, it's an intense position. It's not like any other, I think. There are not many people that do it. So when you get one, you feel very fortunate and very humble um, that you get to do that and you get to be at that pinnacle. So, um, so it's an immense, great time, great time at Kennesaw. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by a BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com.
Pizzaheads.com. At Stone Love and Pizza, their mission is simple, to offer the most creative selection of hand-tossed, all-natural pizza in the Neapolitan tradition. Their pizzas are cooked in a stone-fired brick oven directly on the stone to lock in the flavor. Stone Love and Pizza uses all-natural products. In other words, their dough, sauce, and cheese contain no additives, preservatives, or weird chemicals of any kind. Come visit one of Stone Lovin's three locations, including the newest location at 1649 Beacon Street in Newton. Go Eagles! And then talk BC fans, of course, recognize BC's all-time winning basketball coach, Al Skinner. Yeah. You brought him on yeah. down there. Yeah. Just yeah. just quickly going to that process of how yeah. that all played out. And yeah. BC fans are probably fascinated yeah. to learn how that yeah. happened. Well, Al's a UMass alum, right? That's and I'm right. a UMass alum. And I've known of Al, and I got an opportunity, I knew of him, to work here with him. And um, and I got to know him, you know, personally, and you know, a lot of his assistants, Tim O'Shea, Billy Cohen, Pat Duquette, you yeah. know, you know, all those guys, Ed, Ed Cooley, yeah. you know, all those guys, and I had a tremendous amount of respect. I mean, when you can do those things at BC and do it the way he did it, uh, you got to have respect um, for what how he recruited, um, how he graduated. I mean, you know, I think any coach um, that uh, can go on a roller deck and talk to any player at any time. And that's pretty impressive. Um, so the opportunity presented itself. Um, I needed a veteran. I needed somebody I could trust. I needed somebody I knew that would do it right. And I needed somebody, obviously, that I felt his track record of winning yep. as well. You know, so when you can get all that, you try to get it. And uh, and, and um, it worked out. You know, we had a uh, – targeted, targeted Al. Uh, I wanted him from the beginning, I, you know, and – um, he still was out there, and man, it just worked. We knew each other. I think we felt comfortable uh, with each other, and um, and it worked out. And he already, in a short period of time, in two years, turned the program around. We had a most Division One tie for the most Division One we had program history last year, freshman of the year. Um, so you think they'll they'll make the NCAA's a couple uh, years? From yeah, now? I, yeah, that was the plan. Yeah, and uh, I don't see why he won't. Yeah. And um, you know, it's um, so yeah. Hiring out was a great, great move for me. I'm still surprised that I got it done. Uh, <laughs> after I got it done, I was like, oh, well, I got it done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you know, you, you you know, I think things happen and roll that way. And I think uh, you know, if you're trusting trusting what you're about, and I think he knew that what we were about, and uh, and I think he was there to help me. Is and and I, and I have a lot of respect for that. Okay, so let's fast forward now. You're mm-hmm. back to the present position now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Martin Jarman, new AD of BC. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about the process and coming back to the Heights. Yeah. Well, you know, Martin and I have had a relationship uh, for over 10 years. Okay. Um, so we've known each other when he was working at Michigan State. We we have some of the same. How, so how did you guys meet? Uh, we met at a couple, uh, you know, I would say professional development gotcha. events. Yep. And we just really hit it off back then. And we know some of the same people. We've stayed in touch all that time. And... And we'd visit with each other and just get to know each other. And um, he was very supportive of the things that were going on in my career as I was supportive of the things that were going on in his career. So I know what he's about. I yeah. think that's number one. So when you got it back, I was very excited for him when he got the job. Um, you, know, I, you know, you want some place that you endear that, you know, be in good hands, right? Let's let's get this thing going. Let's, let's keep, you know, let's hire somebody like this. And so I was very excited about that. Um, and when he, uh, he approached me, you know, late June, uh, you know, June, as he was, you know, going through his process of deciding what he's going to need and what to do, and you know, he made a, you know, asked me about, you know, what do you think about coming back? You know, I was, um, I was honored. Um, you know, at the same time, I was, I was intrigued, heavily. Um, you know, I think that that call 
last year we talked a little bit more about it with, with the position and tail. Yeah. What, what could I do? I, I felt like uh, based on uh, the conversation we had that I could help. Um, once again, I've been in a chair too, um, so I think I could help. And you know, and you know, from maybe prevent mistakes that I maybe made and help them do the thing good that I do and do them better. Um, I can see it a little bit differently in the chair, so I think it's slower for me. But also that I've been here in BC, and so I kind of understood, even though it's changed, um, I kind of understand a little bit more, and and I have an affiliate, uh, a really feeling about this. So uh, deep feeling of positivity about BC. So it didn't take me long. Hey, we want. What do you think? You know, talk to the wife. Hey, oh, really? You know, um, you know I just had uh, been very fortunate this year to be named on the NIT committee. Uh, so I served first year NIT committee and won AD of the year SCS level. Um, so I very felt very fortunate in that. And so, but I think it's Martin and Boston College. Um, if it's not those combinations, you know, I'm probably still at Kennesaw State. Um, but those combinations of Martin and, and Boston College were too great of an, I think, of opportunity um, to to help, to assist, to come back and serve um, to a place I really, really love. So, I'm. It's it's been wonderful. It's been amazing to be back, and it's been great to work with Martin. I mean, it, I think from a both perspective, I think we both look at it and go, man, this is better than we. You know, what I mean, really, yeah. we're really getting. I mean, I'm sure he really values your experience, as you mentioned, being an athletic yeah. director, knowing the culture here. Yeah, those things that he coming from Ohio State. Yeah, different culture. Yeah. No yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, and I think the the thing is, is he's not an ego guy. I think what you, what you see in Martin Jarman right now, that's who he is, and I'm not an ego guy. Well, it is about action, you know, and doing the right thing and, you know, impacting the lives of student athletes, uh, being the best we can be. Um, and I think um, the call to excellence is, is there. And, um, and now it is about crafting that plan and pushing the limit to get there. Yep. Um, you know, BC has seen it all over. It's all over its sports, right? We've been, you know, maybe down a little bit in football and, and, and basketball. Um, but the, the the great thing there is it's been done. No question. No question. And it will be done again. And we just got to do what we got to do uh, and create that plan and, and get together and, and get everybody on board and go in the right way and get that synergy and, and serve and, and get that thing going the right way. So that's why we're here, you know, to serve and get this thing, reach our potential. That's what this is. This is a lot of good things. Walk around campus. Mm-hmm. You talk about UConn building an indoor facility, BC right now, and mm-hmm. Shea Field building one mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plex going up, baseball fields, mm-hmm. new Plex, I should say. Baseball yeah. fields going up. Yeah. Um, so a, a lot of uh, good energy. Just talk about yeah. those projects briefly. Yeah, I think that's another big piece of this converging thing, right? It's like we're in the ground, you know, and there's going to be more that we've got to do getting the ground with. And so that's the excitement, and that's what you want. You know, so with those, uh, you got the, the indoor facility that would definitely enhance everybody. Everybody would say about time, right? It's yeah. been about time. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're in a, <laughs> the best conference in the country. Best division uh, for football. And all football. over. I mean, if you look pound for pound, you know, I mean, football, I, you know, lacrosse, I mean, soccer, you, know, you stack ACC, academics, you know, um, this, this, so we've got to do those things. So that will help immensely with a big, a uh, nice size weight room. You know, we need to, that's a teaching lab. And that's what we need, a teaching lab to continue to keep up and recruit with. Um, now you got the Plex, which is a great thing for this campus. Obviously, most people don't know history, history about our Flynn complex. That was one of the first of its kind of a recreation facility on a campus in colleges. And then everybody went anywhere. So now it's time 
to have that new, and that's going to be great for every student, um, our community, the BC community, and obviously baseball and softball having their own uh, fields and um, stadiums, um, you know, long overdue, and especially in a league like we're in right now, um, and it taking us big steps uh, in the right direction, you know, not going to park cars on their field. I mean, those these things need to happen yeah. in order for we can compete, obviously, and uh, we've shown that baseball, obviously, right, and uh, those things can be done so uh, striving for excellence is what we need to do and that's what we're determined to do so. and do you, you think a lot of people say oh, BC is trying to get championships in the ACC what's their end goal can you say that BC is the goal is to win an ACC championship and a national championship in football and men's basketball is that the end goal there or is it more to be uh, you know eat forward and do, do that no I, I think uh, Martin would say and I would say I mean I think that's your goal you want to yeah. win an ACC championship why not you know, I don't think that changes. Yep. The history of BC was to win at the time a Big East championship. Yep, no question. You know, um, you know, to be uh, that, that might not be that we do that in a perennial every year, but that's the goal. Yeah. Um, that's not what makes BC special in every respect. The winning won't define BC to its totality, but it is a piece of what we want to do. Yeah. And uh, that's without a doubt. I know we want to compete in a lot of our sports in that way. And so as we continue to craft and Martin continues to craft what, uh, what we need to be doing, what, what, what's going to be determined as excellence or success, as we determine that too early yet, he's only been here three months, but we will determine that over the next couple months. You know, I would say anybody else in this building would think, yeah. we want to win. Yeah, no question about it. You know what I mean? We want to win. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's important for alums to hear that too. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, we're mm -hmm. here to win in the conference. Yeah. yeah. Um, another big thing I know is a good thing, especially young alums too. Mm -hmm. They're finally serving beer at Alumni Stadium, <laughs> too. You know, so that's that's good times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just quickly, how that happened so quickly? Well, you know, uh, I can't tell you all the the background because I don't know specific. I know that when I spoke to Martin, uh, even prior to me and him engaging in conversation about. Me coming back, he was talking about that. Yeah. Um, obviously, Ohio State has just went through that test model gotcha. as well. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I think him understanding quickly from talking to people, especially with limited parking on campus, whatever, but he's about the fan. We have to engage the fan. We want people to come in the stadium, enjoy the game, benefit what's going to help the fans and our alums and our supporters love coming to games. What's going to be that? And we've got to continue to craft what that's going to be. Uh, alcohol sales is not a... Uh, you know, one and done type of thing. That's not going to be the, you know, one and all greatest thing. We got to continue to figure out how we can, you know, engage with our fans yep. and how we can give them that best entertainment. What they, like, I don't want to be there, and I, yep. I can get everything right there. Whether it's food, whether it's you know those type of things. So, Martin made it happen quickly. Worked with the city, Tom Keedy, uh in our community affairs department, obviously. Uh, Father Lay, he had to be on board in administration, so that's a great thing. And then they got the city on board to do this test pilot this year, and so far it's been tremendously so successful. Good. Tremendously great feedback, positive feedback. We're learning as we go. That's why it's a test pilot. And um, so we'll get better at it, but, yeah, greatly, greatly received, greatly received. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Last question about that. Five years from now, where are we seeing BC Athletics in terms of just an overall picture? Mm -hmm. uh, how, how do we look? Well, I, I would hope, uh, first of all, we would continue to graduate at that high level. That's what we're going to do, continue to serve at that high level. That's, that's not going to be. And then I would say championships. 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 
you know, championships. And I think that's what people will see, and that's what people want to see, right? Uh, we want to get back to NIT. We want to get back to NCAA tournament, right, and basketball. That's what we need to be. That's what we will be, uh, football. We want to be able to, you know, get up in that upper echelon level and do that, and we should be able to do that. So um, winning championships, I think that's what that will be a part of it, and I think the fans – uh, fourthly, the fans engaging in a way they haven't engaged before, and um, just really back to you know really wearing a maroon and gold, singing the fight song, um, having pride, packing out Connie, packing out Kelly Ring, packing yeah. out alumni, um, you know, packing out a baseball facility, you know, everything that we do, and, and really getting this community just really really, really excited again about every aspect of what we do uh, as an athletic department and seeing our value, which means we hopefully that would translate to continued more students, continued more students wanting to be there. They want to be here, but we continue to be that, that value in uh, of, a, of, a, of a brand, uh, of a name, and like we have, and it's continuing to enhance that. So the, the renaissance time, so to speak. Gotcha. Yeah, we got to get those yellow shirts back at alumni. Yeah. I, mean, I know they're, they're kind of gone away a little bit. Yeah, so we got we got to do all that. We got to engage with it. So I, I think that's that's what Martin came here to do. I believe. Um, you know, he's got to figure out that game plan. I'm here to help. We're all here to help with that game plan, coaches and staff and all. And um, but I think that's the vision um, is to um, to bring all those days and to have that fun and, and make it for synergy and energy that haven't been maybe collectively here for quite some time. And then last question for me, outside of sports, how are you liking back, being back in Boston and your family, and what do you like yeah. to do with your free time? Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'm being back has been great. It's two months, a little over two months. Family just moved up from Georgia okay. uh, this weekend. So wow. The kid, we slept in the house. The kids slept in the house for the first time last night. They start school tomorrow. Wow. Um, you know, so and I think that's uh, part people don't see when you're moving, yeah. you're starting school in October, yeah, halfway. It's, it's, yeah. it's a difficult process, yeah. They, you know, so the kids are they've been really good about it. Um, you know, they were they were owls through and through, now they're eagles through <laughs> and through. I uh, just found a shirt, I just found in a box of moving. Uh, my son was first football game with ever at Boston College, oh, that was wow. his first football game, and he had a little super fan shirt. I just found it. I just found it. It's crazy. But um we'll it's, on yeah, more. It's, it's been it's been great. Um my free time has really uh been really, you know, once again trying to get on the ground and, and understand what I, how I can serve B C and how I can serve Martin the best. And, and so that's kinda of been the free time. Um really spending that and doing that. Now that family's here, uh that'll add another component. But uh seeing people that I haven't seen in a while, touching base with people, but I love everything about athletics. So I love being around student athletes. Free time, I love to, uh, you know, go to volleyball games and you know field hockey, whatever hockey, whatever that is, and support Jerry York, support you know Katie Crowley. I mean, there's so much, there's so much great sports here at Kennesaw State. We do it well in a lot of different things: ice hockey, field hockey, soccer. I mean, there's a lot of different things that are going on. So we just need to captivate that consistently and move forward. So. Yeah. Well, hey, welcome back to the Heights, and thanks so much uh, for joining us here on the Lights, Camera, Sports Podcast. Yeah, Mike, thank you very much, and, you know, thanks for your support of BC Athletics, and, hey, go Eagles. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including... State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com.
Com. At Stone Love and Pizza, their mission is simple, to offer the most creative selection of hand-tossed, all-natural pizza in the Neapolitan tradition. Their pizzas are cooked in a stone-fired brick oven directly on the stone to lock in the flavor. Stone Love and Pizza uses all-natural products. In other words, their dough, sauce, and cheese contain no additives, preservatives, or weird chemicals of any kind. Come visit one of Stone Love and's three locations, including the newest location at 1649 Beacon Street in Newton. Go! Eagles. Well, thank you so much to Vaughn Williams for joining us here on the Lights Camera Sports Podcast presented by Chestnut Hill Technologies. Uh, it was a lively conversation, and uh, you can see that he has really positive, positive thoughts for the future of BC Athletics. Like to remind everybody, too, as well, uh, if you're a BC football fan, make sure to join the Boston College Gridiron Club. Just go to bcfootballgridiron.com for more details and to sign up. Once again, thanks to Chestnut Hill Technologies and Stone Lemon Pizza, and also to our guest today, Vaughn Williams. This is Mike Galtieri, signing off.